This is the Maimonides Minute on JewishCoffeeHouse.com. Now, here's Rabbi Scott Kahn. Welcome to the Maimonides Minute. Today we're going to begin Hilchot Chametz Umatzah, the laws of Pesach. The Rambam tells us that there are eight mitzvot regarding Chametz Umatzah. The first, One may not eat Chametz on the 14th day of Nisan from Chatzot, noon, until the end of the day. This is apart from the Isor of eating Chametz on Pesach itself. The second mitzvah, To make sure you remove your Chametz on the 14th day of Pesach. The third, Not to eat Chametz the seven days of Chakamatzot, what we call Pesach. The fourth, Not to eat a mixture of Chametz for all the seven days of Pesach. As we will see, this actually has a different law than the law of eating Chametz itself. The fifth, Chametz may not be seen all of the seven days of Pesach. The sixth, Chametz may not be found all seven days of Pesach. The seventh mitzvah, to eat matzah on the nights of Pesach. And the eighth, to tell the story of Yitzim Mitzrayim on the night of Pesach. We'll begin now with Hilchom Chavetz Matzah, Perak Rishon, Halacha Aleph. Kol ha'ochel kazayit chametz pesach anyone who eats an olive-sized amount of chametz on Pesach, mitchilat leil chamesha asar, ad sof yom echad ve'esrim b'nisan, from the beginning of the night of the 15th day of Nisan until the end of the 21st day of Nisan. B'mezid, if he did it on purpose, chayav karet, he incurs the penalty of karet. Shne'amar, kikol ochel chametz v'nichrata, anyone who eats chametz will receive karet, being cut off. Bishogeg, if it was done accidentally, Chayav Korban Chatat He must give a Korban Chatat as opposed to Korban Olevi based on the person's financial situation, he must give a regular Chatat. Echad Hochel, This applies whether someone has eaten Chametz or whether he has dissolved it and had it to drink. Halachabet. Hechametz Pepesach Asor It is forbidden to get any benefit out of Chametz on Pesach. Shene'emar, as it says in the Pasuk, Velo ye'achel chametz. Chametz may not be eaten, the passive form. Lo yebo heter achila, which means you may not have any allowance to eat. This refers to a machloket, an argument, in Masachet Psachim, Dafkafalaf Mubet, between Chizkiah and Rabbi Yabahu. Chizkiah, like whom the Rambam Paskins, says that when the Pasuk says Ye'achel Chametz, in that strange grammatical form, it means anything that might lead to eating. And Rashi explains there, anything that might lead to eating Chametz means anything that will give you benefits, since most things that lead to eating are things that get benefits, such as buying Chametz and the like. You may not get any sort of benefit out of Chametz, is the implication of Ye'achel Chametz. Rabbi Abahu says this is not the case. He agrees that one may not get benefit out of eating chametz, but he says this is included in any time the Torah says you may not eat. When the Torah says you may not eat something, no matter what it is, it always means one may not eat or get any other form of hana'ah, of benefit out of it, unless and until the Torah explicitly says that it does not include getting benefit. So Rabbi Abahu would say, any time the Torah prohibits eating something, one may also not get any benefit out of it, unless the Torah explicitly says one may get benefit in this particular case. Chizkiah, on the other hand, says, when the Torah says you may not eat something, you are allowed to get hana'ah. This, however, is an exception because of the grammatical form ye'achel, which means any benefit of chametz. V'hamaniach chametz birshuto, pesach, one who leaves chametz in his property on Pesach, afapishlo achalo, even though he did not eat it, 
over bishnei lavin. He has violated two prohibitions. Shne emar lo or Any leaven may not be seen in your property. Ben emar it also says so or Leaven may not be found in your houses. The prohibition of chametz and the prohibition of soor leaven, which is used to make other things chametz, is one. While the Torah writes different words, sometimes soor and sometimes chametz, the same law applies to both. Halacha Gimel. One does not receive lashes for violating the prohibitions of lo and lo that chametz may not be seen on your property and chametz may not be found on your property. Unless he actually bought chametz on Pesach or created food and allowed it to become leaven. In which case he has done something active. If he had in his possession chametz before Pesach began, and then Pesach came, and he did not destroy it, he allowed it to continue existing in his property, but he did not do anything active on Pesach itself, even though he still has violated the two prohibitions of lo and lo Nevertheless, a no lokemina Torah, he does not receive lashes by Torah law. Because he did no action. One only receives lashes generally when one does an action. This is a passive violation. It is still a violation, but not one that incurs the penalty of Malkut. He receives instead rabbinically prescribed lashes called Makat Mardut. That has been in your possession over Pesach, and now Pesach is over, may not be enjoyed ever. This is a rabbinically prescribed fine. Since he is violated the prohibitions of having Chametz on his property on Pesach, Asaruhu, Chazal prohibited getting any benefit out of this Chametz. Even if he kept this Chametz, by mistake, or even because he was forced to do so in a manner that he couldn't help. This fine of not getting any benefit out of the chametz still applies, so that a person should not come and leave chametz in his house over Pesach, thinking that even though he's violating a prohibition, at least he'll be able to use it when Pesach is over. Chametz that was mixed together with another thing on Pesach. Whether it is the same type of thing, or whether it is something entirely different, a different type of food. If it were mixed on Pesach itself, even the smallest amount of chametz makes the entire mixture prohibited. The normal rule of batel b'shishim, of something being nullified if there are 60 parts against it, does not apply on Pesach if the chametz were mixed together on Pesach itself. Chametz owned by a Jew that existed in his possession over Pesach, even though, as we said, it becomes prohibited to get any benefit out of it, if it does mix together with something else, whether something of the same sort of food or something entirely different, a different type of food, the rule of not allowing you to eat it after Pesach does not apply, and one is allowed to eat it after Pesach once it's mixed together with something else. Because the knas, the penalty which the rabbis impose, 
only applies to chametz itself, not the chametz once it's mixed with something else. Aval hatarovet muteret bachila lachar hapesach. But a mixture of chametz and something else that existed over Pesach in a Jew's possession does become permitted to be eaten after Pesach is over. Halacha vav. Ein chayvim karet ela al achilat atmo shel chametz. One only incurs the penalty of karet by eating chametz itself. Aval eruv chametz, but a mixture which includes chametz. Kigon, such as kuta habavli, a certain type of Babylonian sour cream which had some chametz mixed into it, v'sheichar hamadi, and a certain type of beer which includes some sort of hops which are chametz, but it is a mixture of chametz rather than chametz itself. V'chol hadomelahen and everything else like this midvarim shachametz meorav bahen in which chametz is mixed together with them. Im achalan bePesach, if he ate them on Pesach, loke he receives lashes. Ve'ein bo karet, he does not incur the stricter penalty of karet. Shneemar, as it says in the pasuk, kol machmetzet lo tochelu, you may not eat any machmetzet, which we understand to mean a mixture of chametz. But medvarim amurim, when does this apply? B'sheachal kazayit chametz betochat harovet bichte achilat shalosh beitzim. When the amount of chametz mixed together in the mixture is a kazait in an amount of shalosh beitzim, and you eat it in the amount of time it would take to eat three eggs. Hu shalokemina Torah. That is the case that someone receives lashes according to the Torah. Avalim ein batarovet kadai bichte achilat shalosh beitzim. If, however, the mixture does not include a kazait in the amount of three eggs, afal pisha sur lo leachol, even though he is not allowed to eat it. Imachal, if he did eat it, he does not receive lashes from the Torah, he rather receives rabbinically prescribed lashes, makat mardut. This idea of three eggs is a machloket, an argument among the Rishonim. The Rambam says that a loaf of bread is six eggs worth, and therefore what's called a pras, half a loaf, is three eggs worth. The amount, accordingly, of kizai bichtei pras, having a kizai in the amount of time it takes to eat a pras, a half a loaf of bread, is a kizai in the ratio of three eggs. Others say that a loaf of bread is eight eggs and a pras would be four eggs worth. The Rambam is stringent, saying that this represents a kezayit in the amount of time to eat three eggs, whereas other Rishonim are more lenient, saying the amount that incurs lashes is a kezayit within four eggs worth. Both, however, agree that even if it's less than this amount, one still has violated the idea of eating machmetzet, a mixture of chametz on Pesach. The question we're asking is whether he incurs lashes as a result. The prohibition, however, exists regardless. That's all for now on the Maimonides Minute.